Hello, Hive Nation, and welcome back to the Hive Nation podcast. Each week, we have leading experts in personal and professional development share their journeys and expertise to help you connect, engage, grow, evolve. Now, here's JB to introduce today's guest. Hey, thanks, Greg. Uh, this morning, we have uh, Miss Shauna Holmes uh, with us. Shauna is a very successful uh, uh, woman. in she's, she's the president of Women in Energy out of Calgary, but she's very successful within her own uh, self as well. So it's a pleasure to have uh, Shauna on the program today to discuss uh, just her 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 journey as to how she got to where she is today and uh, and how everybody else could follow her journey. So uh, Shauna, uh, thanks for being on the program today. Thanks for having me. Nice meeting you guys. Yeah, you as well. Thanks. Um, so you are the president of Women in Energy, been on the board for 11 years um been had many roles within the women of of energy uh or in energy uh roles as well so why don't you tell some of the people who are listening here today about how the journey that you took in order to get to where you are today and uh maybe some of the the ups and downs that it did take to get to where you are today well i started working in the energy industry back in about 2000 seven I believe and there weren't a lot of females in the space back then more in like the administrative roles I've always been in the business development and sales role um, and basically when I was younger back then I wanted to connect with other industry professionals and you know going to different conferences it was it's always great to have other men but it was nice to have a few females and so when I heard about Calgary Women in Energy I joined and met some amazing other women that work in the industry and so I was just a member for a couple years. I actually left the industry and uh, for a few years. And when I came back, I thought, you know, it's kind of one of those organizations that what you put into it is what you get out. So I joined the board. I was the director of membership for five years. And then I moved into the director of technical education. And then now I'm the president. So, and it's really helped me. I work at a company called Arctic Therm, where we supply flameless heating to all different areas of the energy industry, uh, heating wellheads, BOPs, pipelines, concrete curing, plant outages. Uh, we also work in a number of different other sectors um, and industries, uh, such as agriculture, mining, mills. Um, but yeah, it's really helped me. I've made some amazing connections uh, on the board, as well as within our membership. And you know, we really like to focus on our three pillars, which is philanthropy, networking, and technical education. So I think when I first joined, I probably wanted to, you know, meet everyone in the industry and be as active as I possibly could. But now it's sort of moved over to, I really like giving back uh, to the local charities. And I really love our technical education, the, the educational part. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at now. Super cool. I, I actually have, now that you say that, I actually have seen uh, your products uh, for uh, grain drying equipment. Mm, uh, great. It, was, it was attached to like a, like a long tube uh, type thing. Yeah. That, that Yeah. So not, yeah. now that I say that, it, it rings a bell. After yeah. I described it there. Yeah. I love working with farmers too. They're so nice. We work, you know, across BC all the way to Manitoba and it's nice. They can hook on one of our heaters and dry their grain get it down a few extra points before they take it to the elevator and it's it's so such a nice industry um we'll rent to one farmer and he's like oh my neighbor's having some issues can I lend this to him and I'm like for sure yeah <laughs> I, I right? love 
I love your old school uh, take on elevator. You said elevator. I'm not entirely sure if the if our if our new listening uh, age group would ever understand what an elevator is. Uh, it's a dying breed. I'll tell you that. Why are they putting the grain in an elevator, JB? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you learn the old school chat when you get into chatting farmers. A hundred percent. We're not that far behind the times out here. <laughs> um, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your um, what your role within Women in Energy is like? Um, whether it's uh, whether it's arrangements whether it's, you know, whatever it's, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's your, what's your main role or what's your, what you want to get out of, I guess, what the president of women in energy would want to get out of that, that role. Well, it's funny for years, I had people tell me that I should be the president, but I really liked uh, being in membership. I got to meet a lot of our new members and, uh, you know, just chat with the different women in, in the industry. And then moving over to the technical education piece, I got to really engage with a lot of uh, new technology, a lot of different industry leaders, and I loved it. But I thought I should open those roles up to other new members because it is such a great uh, way to get experience on a board to, you know, really elevate your personal and professional development. So I moved into the president role. And to be honest, I thought it'd be a lot less work just kind of overseeing and sort of managing everyone but I've been really developing uh sort of our partnerships we get asked to go to a lot of conferences a lot of different events I think the push uh in the industry on ESG people are really looking for a diverse workforce so we're really engaging with a lot of you know HR professionals different uh organizations uh so that's a lot of what I've been doing I'm doing things like this like going uh, on podcasts and speaking to different groups uh as well as just putting new uh, initiatives in, you know, really engaging with new members, uh, getting them to speak at different con conferences to represent Calgary Women in Energy. Uh, another thing that we've kind of been talking about is opening an Edmonton chapter because we do have a lot of women that work in both Edmonton and Calgary. So that's sort of one thing that I would really like to tick off during my tenure as a president. So I've been chatting with a few women uh, to potentially do that. Oh, that's excellent. Uh, what is what would that look like to you? How would you would it, would it be a separate chapter or would it just be a, an arm off of what you guys do now? Well, it's very preliminary right now. I'm just sort of in the process of talking to women that work in energy in the energy sector. Um, and I think it would just be a parallel of what we do within Calgary Women Energy. We'd have our own set of bylaws. They would be different directors. Um, they'd have their own board meetings and they would start to do events. I mean, it it's baby steps. We've been around, this is our 21st year. Um, and it's taken a lot of work to get to where we are now. We just gave our charity, which is Women Building Futures, $155,000 wow. um, from our what we've raised over the year. And when I first started back in 2007-ish, it was about $20,000 that we would donate a year. So we've really been able to elevate uh, the group, uh, give back more to local charities and you know, really grow our membership and be able just to give back more money. No, congratulations. That's a great feather in your cap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very proud of that. Uh, I bet you are for sure you would be. Um, so, you know, within your role, you obviously get to uh, chat with a lot of uh, very successful women entrepreneurs and or women leaders. Um, you know, is there is there a, is there something that you would like to highlight to us that you, that you, a, a key takeaway that you would get from maybe some of these these you know high empowered uh, uh, women who have become very successful? 
Yeah, I mean, we started about, it was 2019, but then we had to pause it because in 2020 because of COVID, but we started our Allies in Energy Conference where we really wanted to bring together some industry leaders and professionals and, you know, talk about subjects that are a little uncomfortable, you know, like the diversity, equity and inclusion piece, um, really pushing forward with Indigenous relations, uh, some you know, challenges that women have in the workforce, like the missing rung theory, um, unconscious biases. So we started the conference. We had uh, some of the women from uh, Canada Powered by Women, as well as a lot of the women from the female executive team of LNG Canada. So one of those women was Susanna Pierce, who's now the president uh, for Shell Canada, and she's been an excellent ally for us. Uh, she actually came back to our conference the second year um as our keynote and then she was supposed to speak last year but there was we had it in february and there was just issues with snow and flights, so she missed that but ho we'll hopefully have her back again um so that was that's really nice she's such a great advocate for us and someone at her level that's you know done so many amazing things with her career it's real. that's sort of a key piece um another person who i think is really excellent we have her speaking next month is jane mctaggart she's the ceo of tundra oil and gas and when I approached her to speak and do a technical session, she said, you know, five years ago, I probably wouldn't have uh, agreed to do this, but I feel like with the present day and with there just being a lack of female leaders in the industry, she's like, I feel like it is my part to give back and to show a lot of the women in the industry how I got to my position, how I balance it all, manage it all. She lives in Winnipeg, Calgary, and Victoria, so she's basically living out of her suitcase, but she's, you know... a a very intelligent woman and running a huge company. So it's, it's nice to see people that are in that space and give, you know, women that are say in their, in the middle of their career, someone to aspire to. So I'd say those are two of the people that uh, have really resonated with me. That's great. I, I love hearing that too, because that's that Jane looks sounds like a super <laughs> uh, stretched out individual. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's great that, you know, she could, be that mentor, you know, to maybe to some of these uh, younger people coming up through the industry today. I love hearing those mm -hmm. stories for sure. Uh, we're Definitely. big on mentorship around here, obviously, and it's one of those things that you know, the more the more mentors that we can have, the better off. You know, the, no matter what age you are, really, you can always learn something, right? Sure. So. I agree. Yeah, we're, we have a great mentorship program with Calgary Women in Energy. We're actually just kicking off next week. Uh, we've, I think we've done about five sessions and people think it's excellent. I mean, and the way that we really promote it is you can, depending on what area and level of your career you're at, you can mentor up and mentor down because I think a lot of the people that are in the later stages of their career, there's new tech and new, uh, innovations that they might not be familiar with so they need to need to look at someone younger than have a mentor in that regard um, and then there's people that are junior in their career that may want to have someone that's in a c-suite that they can learn from and sort of help navigate their career is there something that you would personally say to somebody who would be listening to this coming up through the through the ranks that you would say to them like do this don't do that I would say get involved in as much as you can I think I was always taught from a young age to volunteer and be involved. And I think that that is something that everyone should do. Like I said, when I joined Calgary Women in Energy, I truly believe what you you get out, what you put in. I try and go to as many events as possible that we have. Um, like we just did a working mom session the other day. I don't have kids, but I think it was so beneficial, even though I don't have kids, but they had a lot of great points uh, that I could take away from it. Um, 
try and join a board, volunteer, ask for a mentor. I know people that have had several mentor mentors for, throughout their career, and then you're able to give back as well. And I'm sure you can learn from your, your mentee. Um, there's just so many people with different perspectives and different goals that they've had and different, you know, adventures throughout their career that I think are really important. For sure. To expand on that, we, we've been talking a lot about your journey, Shauna. In 2007 to becoming the president, uh, you know everything now, right? So journey's done, <laughs> job's done, right? <laughs> no, so- I don't know about that. <laughs> so obviously in that time span, you've there's been lots of lessons learned, but how much more, um, maybe not more, but how much can you learn being in a role like the president, like a, a high role like that, where you know some people be like, well, this person is our leader, but- the leaders can still learn. So can you touch on what a president kind of role, what you can learn in that role? I think one of the best things that I've learned through my career is that great leaders surround themselves with great people. And I am so proud of the board that we have today. Um, we have Samir Kanji. She's over at Synovus. She's our treasurer and she's just amazing. I could honestly talk to her for hours. When I first met her, we just had this amazing synergy and connection. Uh, Karina Warner, she's over at Strike Group. She's our director of communications. I've learned so much from all of them. And it's really nice to build those connections because I work, my company is based out of Warrenville, uh, just north of Edmonton. So I work alone here in Calgary. So it's it's really nice for me to be able to connect with so many intelligent, uh, dynamic women. Um, I think also being the president, I mean, it's funny, you, you do a title change and, and I've been invited to so many different events uh, and opportunities that I may not be invited to uh, otherwise. And it's really nice, you know, and sometimes I have to take a step back and be just realize how appreciative I am of the opportunities and to be able to you know, I go to Joey's and take a client for lunch and I'm saying hi to Derek Evans, who's the CEO of Meg Energy, who spoke at our Allies and Energy Conference. And, you know, I feel quite honored and privileged to be able to do those types of things. That's fantastic. So for people that, you know, are at any point in their career where, you know, maybe like you, they have lots of people around them telling them, hey, you should be in that role. You should be the president. Uh, but I think a lot of times people get that imposter syndrome feeling where, no, I, that's not me yet. I'm not ready for that. What would you, what advice would you give to those people that are maybe holding themselves back from expanding their network and their ability to learn? Yeah, I mean, I definitely sometimes feel like that. I always thought I would go on and do my MBA um, because, you know, to lead a company, you feel, I feel like you should have a certain amount of letters behind your name. And who knows, maybe I eventually will go on and do my MBA right now. I just I have too much on my plate. Um, but I think to constantly learn and educate yourselves, you know, whether you're reading the news or taking different courses, or like I said, getting mentors and mentors from different areas. You know, I would love to have more mentors in the finance and economic side of things, um, not just someone in sales and business development. To constantly learn and grow is one of my my biggest tips that I could tell people. That's fantastic. And yeah. I think like anybody who listens to that, like if one person takes that and runs with it, they're going to amplify their career. Like that it's it's a constant theme in our podcast yeah you know it's not that hard just no. you got to look for new opportunities and and yeah. like you said surround yourself with good people so that's fantastic yeah. sean but just that having that ability to you know to expand your your thought process and to expand your network within 
within your network that it's massive like it's it's huge and so you must meet like you know within your positions whether it be your professional or within you know the the women in energy board you must meet you know thousands of people a year really and you know so if there's anybody listening I'll, I'll get back to your your that point here in a second but if so if there's anybody listening in the uh, finance and economics sector uh sean is looking for a mentor so yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're your sounding board here right now shauna so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe you should yeah, no, uh, I, think, I mean i should also add that I, when I was the director of technical education, I always asked our speakers what books they're reading, what podcasts they're listening to, because I mean, I'm on the road all the time. I definitely tend to, you know, listen to those crazy murder podcasts, but every once in a while <laughs> I'll sneak in, you know, a finance one or something educational. And I think that it's really important to hear what people are reading. You know, we just did a, um, in that working mom session the other day, they had some great books uh, talking about time management and how to sort of know your worth and own it. We actually had our allies in energy session last year. We had a lady that she founded an organization in uh, the States called ally energy. And she's written a book and her best advice was know your worth and add tax. And I think that a lot of people undervalue themselves. And so you do need to know your worth, but you do need to constantly educate yourself and grow so that you are, you know, setting your value very high. Uh, two things. There's this great podcast called the Hive Nation podcast. That <laughs> is, I heard about that one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nice plug, right? <laughs> uh, second of all, this is the book that we always plug. It's the alter ego effect. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that. It's from Todd Herman. Todd is actually originally from uh, just, outside, just outside of, of Calgary, actually. Okay. And uh, he's he wrote that book and he does, a, a, he, he's he, he's taken his, 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 uh, career to the next level he's done like training with like bo jackson and michael jordan and like he's he's done all it all but the the alter ego effect is is one that we recommend only for the sole fact that it gets you out of your we'll call it your regular self and opens yourself up into a alter ego that you can go and give a presentation to or uh say a, a, a give a speech or whatever that case mm -hmm. may be it just gets you to a different person uh, within your person yeah I love that. And I think, you know, Leslie, who took over my role for the director of technical education, she hadn't done a lot of public speaking and we host all of our events at the Calgary Petroleum Club. And, you know, our events are, our technical sessions are usually about 50 to hundred people. And I could tell the first time her cheeks were a little red and she was a little nervous. And I said to her the other day, it's been about six months or so that she's been in the role and she's a natural now. She's so comfortable up there and you need to get out of your comfort comfort zone and do something that scares you. And now she's becoming so great at it. And that's such a benefit, not only to her personally, but professionally as well. For sure. You, uh, you come across more as a, uh, uh, you know, somebody who's a leader or somebody who's out front of the, uh, of the traffic or out, outside of the noise. And you come across more as that person who everybody wants to talk to, right? So I, I love hearing stories like that, because there's a lot of people who are very much introverted, who are very great uh, speakers. So yeah, yeah, we actually have a member. And when I first met her, she's an engineer, she's uh, so sweet, but you could tell she was so nervous whenever she'd have to talk, even just one-on-one. -on -one. And she's actually going to do her MBA now at uh, UFC. And I said, well, what's your goal? What's your career goal? What do you want to do with this? And she's like, I want to be a CEO. I could be a CEO. I said, that's amazing. Like, what are you to think are your challenges? And she's like, well, I really find public speaking hard, but Calgary Women in Energy has given me a, a sort of a voice to meet with people and talk to them. And 
the cutest thing ever that she said. She's like, I know I probably will never stop going red, but my mom told me I just need to wear a turtleneck. Then you can't see my face or my neck. (laughs) (laughs) So we've all got some tricks up our sleeve for, you know, getting outside of our comfort zone. That's fun. Uh, the 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 part that they talk about in the in the alter ego effect is is putting on a prop. So whether it be a pair of glasses or a watch or uh, uh, whatever, and it just as soon as you put that on, it it creates that uh, that uh, that switch that it, Todd Herman refers to as Superman, and he refers yeah. to the glasses on Superman. So his the question that he 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 puts out there is is Superman Clark Kent's alter ego or is Clark Kent Superman's alter ego right so it's that's 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 all the premise around that yeah yeah I love that yeah it's super cool actually talking about comfort zones I think uh, a lot of people you know struggle with being comfortable with being uncomfortable Uh, you know I I'm for one I'm somebody who likes risk I have no problem with it I'll be uncomfortable all day long give me something hard to do I'll do it but uh, for people like the individuals you've just been talking about, you know, what's like the biggest, you know, piece of advice you can give to kind of comfort or kind of just let people know it's okay to be uncomfortable. I know we touched about that a, a bit mm-hmm. already, but just that one piece that maybe you've heard, or you always remind yourself. I think just practicing. And I mean, say if you do have a fear of public speaking, then you know, present to a smaller group and then get a little bigger. And the more often you do it, then the better you'll be at it. I remember, it's funny, my sister is a full-on performer. She's she's an aerialist, she does silks. She wants to be the center of attention. I didn't always want to be, not that I want to be the center of attention, but I would, you know, get a little shy and nervous. And I think, you know, I put myself through school, waitressing and bartending. You get used to talking to people and being comfortable and it's just practice makes perfect. That's what I would say. That's and then all, and then if worse comes to worse, if you're still not great at it, there's courses like Toastmasters that can really, you know, right. fine tune those those practices. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's it's interesting you talk about practice because I think a lot of times people, you know, they feel like they're a hindrance to their friends or their family. Jason and I talk a lot about the circle around us. You know, who is your real circle of people that will always support you? You know, in the public speaking side of things, there is nothing wrong with going, hey, mom, hey, dad, or your brother, your sister, your roommates, whatever it is, be like, I need to practice this speech. Could you just be my audience? And it's three people, but then they then they'll be the ones that go, you said um 69 times. You need to stop doing that. Oh, okay, perfect. And now you have that confidence. Now you're not saying um and ah, and you're you're actually looking at the audience. You're not just holding the piece of paper. So practice is you know talk about practice yeah (laughs) (laughs) I know I still have not mastered the art of removing um from my sentences (laughs) me neither neither. one day I just read read an article recently about a a guy who's a public speaker and he started off he just bought himself a microphone and a little speaker and he went on the corner of xyz street (laughs) and literally just started talking to people over the microphone and like just, and then he got a, a small crowd gathered around, then a bigger crowd, then a bigger crowd. Then he, he worked himself up to go on stage and and do his thing. I, I never heard of people doing it that way, but that's an interesting way of doing it. If you want to, yeah. if you want to garner attention, go ahead and stand on the corner of Broadway here in, in Saskatoon and start yelling like you're. <laughs> that's one way of doing it. 
I think you could also record yourself and listen to yourself. I know I grew up ski racing and my coach would say, you're doing this. And I was, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that at all. He'd video me. And I was like, whoa, I am, you know, leaning in or whatever it may be. And then you see yourself and it actually really wakes you up to what you're doing. And so that could be a good tip to use too. For sure. Yeah. Do you guys have within the, the women in energy as well? Do you guys have like a coaching or, or mentor program in place? Yeah, we do, we're kicking off this week, actually, our, oh. or sorry, next week, our mentorship program. So oh, we do it a couple times time. a year. Yeah, we're actually still, if you're going live with this, we're still looking for a few mentors. We have more mentees this session than mentors. I think we need about three more uh, to even out everyone, but it's really great. And I think a lot of people have done the mentee uh, side of it, and then they come back and then they'll be a mentor. Mm -hmm. So yeah, wow. it's a it's a really great program. And I suggest everyone get a mentor or or have a mentee because you really want an organization that's gonna, you know, sponsor someone and pull them up through the ranks because you want to see that growth. Like, and that's why I'm really big on asking some of our members to go out and represent Calgary Women in Energy. Our board can always do it, but we want our members to be engaged and to really practice this and you know, speak and represent Calgary Women in Energy for us as well. Um so the the uh, mentor program that you guys have set up is it is it a uh, an internal one that you have developed or is it did you find it uh, an external something? We have a, a committee and they sort of pulled together a framework. They've all had uh, mentorship programs within their organizations, like their employment and at their employers. And so a group of the ladies put together a framework and we've just run with that. I don't think they've made too many changes since I think we started about four years ago with it. Uh, and they have, they have, they perfected it. Okay. So yeah. Shauna, you should probably actually do that. So if you're looking for a few people, you should uh, shout it out right now. Where do you, uh, where can they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can email into calgarywomenandenergy at gmail.com and just say that they would love to be a mentor. Okay. So anybody who's, who's listening to this right now, if you're, if you want to be a mentor to uh, Shauna and her team, uh, reach out to Shauna and, and uh, I'm sure they'll uh, get you in touch with the right people, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Excellent. What else you got? Okay. We can go a lot of different ways. I know. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. Shauna, is there any message that you, you know, would like to give to somebody? I, I again, not to be repetitive, but you know, that's just starting their journey, and maybe they're not clear on what their path looks like right now, but they know that they want to be, let's say, the oil and gas industry. That's what they want to do. Uh, where, where is somewhere or what, what's, what's a place somebody can start? I think personally, I would tell them to, you know, set goals, set intentions. I think if you document things, you see, you can look back on it and see how far you've come, but reach out to people. I mean, LinkedIn is a great tool. You can, I reach out to anyone on there. Like, I mean, that's how we connected, you know, uh, look at someone that's in the role that you aspire to have one day and see if they're shoot your shot. What's Wayne Gretzky's quote? You miss 99% of shots you don't take. There you go. Yes. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> well, I also know of another place that I do too. connect to uh, coaches, mentors, experts, something like the Vive or something like that. <laughs> the Vive professional, professional network, Shauna. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Another plot. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it was great, Shauna. Thank you. Uh, thanks for your time here today. I, I, there's so much that anybody can take out of it. It's just one of those things that, you know, we're big on mentors and we're big on leaders and we're big on, you know, how, you know, the, the stories that are bit to be told and, you know, everybody's story always has a little bit different. And so, you know, your story again, is just, it's great. I, I would love to hear the update, to be honest with you, uh, mm-hmm. event, uh, in a few, in a few months down the road, just to hear where you've taken it to the next level. Now, you know, like you, you have plans in place, you have goals in place for your position. And, you know, I, I think it would be, it would be beneficial for not only myself, for our listeners to find out where, you know, where have you taken the mentorship prog- program now? Where have you taken the, uh, the women in energy, uh, you know, leadership to, to the next level? I, I think it's a great thing. I think it's, uh, it's great what you're doing. Well, thank you guys. I love yeah. what you're doing. Thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. Thanks. And when you're in Calgary, you have to reach out and maybe you can attend our golf tournament next year. It's a really fun one. That's where we raise all of our money and we do a lot of other volunteer opportunities. So absolutely, we attempt attempt to swing the clubs, like we (laughs) swing them, but we're good company at the very least for whoever's in. Perfect. Perfect. You can drive the golf carts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You haven't seen me drive yet, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great, Shona. Thanks a lot again for being on the program today. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. You bet. JB, Hive Nation, we're out. <laughs>